Hello, my name is Lucas Held, and today we're going to be discussing a COVID-19 vaccine through the lens of the media. The podcast is going to be broken down into a bunch of small parts, which I will introduce prior to our discussion of each one. I hope you enjoy. Part 1. Intro to the Pandemic Amidst the global COVID-19 pandemic, along with frontline workers in hospitals, post offices, and grocery stores, reporters across the globe have been on the battlegrounds of the virus doing crucial work. Many of the issues in the U.S. regarding the spread of COVID have highlighted the battle between leading scientists and the government and their regard for the general public. While we navigate the many issues surrounding COVID like universal mask wearing, social distancing protocol, school reopenings, and what we will be discussing today and probably the most important and pressing one, a vaccine, the media has served as a bridge for information between the government and the world's leading scientists. Part 2. Addressing a Vaccine A COVID vaccine is imperative to controlling the spread of the virus, but a vaccine is going to be very a very complicated process. This stretches from efficacy, safety, rollout, prices, and trials. But it is clear that the vaccine is being rapidly politicized. It seems as if the government and the leading scientists creating a vaccine are in a disagreement about many of the pieces I just mentioned that are needed to distribute a safe vaccine. To better understand each different vehicle of news that we are getting information from on a COVID vaccine, I'm going to play a short soundbite from our discussion with Sue Halpern of The New Yorker. In terms of the vaccine, we've seen so much reporting. Um, You know, we've seen reporting um, in The New York Times about um, the different ways in which um, the teams are going about uh, developing these vaccines. Um, We've seen um, a, a politicization of the vaccine um, in some news outlets. We've seen um, uh, an anti-vaxxer movement already, um, you know, uh, coming up um, and talking about the vaccine. Um, and again, like this disease has become so politicized that it's really, really hard to separate out, you know, what's real and what's not real. One of the things I find most interesting about what Halper is saying is simply that we are getting so much news about this topic, and it's really difficult to understand what is real and what's not. So what I'm going to do now is really break down each of these outlets and look at what they are reporting and discuss where they overlap and where they might not. Part 3. Government. The first vehicle of news we're going to talk about is the government. The White House in specific. The White House has continuously reinforced the idea that a vaccine is on the way, and they have been for months now. President Trump and the White House have promised a vaccine by mid-October, the rollout of a vaccine 24 hours after approval, and that every American would be able to receive a COVID vaccine by mid-April of 2021. During the first presidential debate, President Trump was quoted saying, I've spoken to Pfizer. I've spoken to all the people that you have to speak to, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and others. They can go a lot faster. 
In a Fox and Friends interview, President Trump said a vaccine was coming in a matter of weeks. From the government, it's clear that the promise of a vaccine has been made and reached the general public. But this still begs the question if any of this is actually feasible. Part 4. Science. The second vehicle of news we're going to discuss is the science. From the science end, the public has received tons of news throughout all the vaccine trials. Right now, I will examine some of the data we've gotten from Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and Moderna, the very companies that President Trump said would have a vaccine ready soon. In August, Pfizer released information stating that if they were approved by for use by the FDA by October, they would have 100 million doses by the end of 2020 and 1.3 billion ready by the end of 2021. Johnson & Johnson opted into a similar deal with the U.S. government. On August 5th, Johnson & Johnson reported they would have 100 million doses ready for the U.S. to use by the end of 2020, and 1 billion by the end of 2021, quite similar to that of Pfizer. Moderna chief Stefan Bansell says the company could apply for uh, emergency distribution of the drug as early as November 25th and for regulatory use by January or February. Under this plan, a Moderna vaccine would be available for healthcare workers and at-risk populations such as the elderly before anyone else. While it is feasible to say that we might have a vaccine soon, the timeline is all very unclear. We know that these companies are on the right track towards creating a vaccine but whether they are safe and effective enough to be distributed on a, on a wide scale is something that is unclear until the phase three trials are over. Take, for example, AstraZeneca, a vaccine developer out of the UK. During early September, AstraZeneca abruptly halted their phase three trials due to a patient developing an unexplained illness. Although it is fairly regular during a vaccine trial um, for a patient to get sick, Who's to say this might not happen during any of the other phase through trials? Cases like these could only prolong the race for a vaccine. Part 5. The Media Breakdown Now, we're going to move into the third vehicle of news that we're going to be talking about throughout this podcast, and that's news outlets. The media has approached a vaccine from many angles but it always seems to remain constant in its effort to mediate between scientists and governments on all fronts, timeline, efficacy, safety, and distribution. During this section of my podcast, I'm going to be analyzing some of the different news articles regarding a COVID vaccine and discuss how they might inform or rebuke information from both the government and leading scientists. First, we'll look at a Fox News article titled, Four Four doctors slash congressmen, coronavirus vaccine, we'll get one, and here's why we trust the science, published on September 16th. Under the headline of this article, it reads, we want the public to be confident that when a vaccine is approved, it will be safe and effective. It continues, thanks to this effort, it is entirely possible vaccinations could begin at the end of this year. Truly extraordinary when you consider the normal timeline for vaccine development. Later it reads, Typically, vaccine development takes 10 to 15 years. Under Operation Warp Speed, 
the goal is to shorten that to 12 to 18 months. And remarkably, researchers are, are, are actually already ahead and have already accelerated this schedule. When we break this down, there's something remarkable to say about how news outlets have been reporting on a COVID vaccine. While the first two lines I read seemed fairly normal, in regard to the public and a timeline that matches with the science, but it's the third line that stood out to me. Here, we begin to see some of the political balance beam being played. It seems as if Fox is trying to bolster the image of Operation Warp Speed along with the government who is funding. Later in the article, it seems to say something on the other side of the political spe spectrum, combating the president's statement saying, Operation Warp Speed has worked with private industry to ensure millions of doses of the eventual, eventual successful vaccine will be approved for Americans in a timely fashion. However, not all the necessary doses will be available on day one post-approval. When we look at many news articles regarding a COVID vaccine, this idea of the political balance beam seems to come in effect where at times it sways further towards science and away from the government, and at other times towards the government to bolster their image. Considering this idea, I often go back to something Sue Halpern said in our interview with her, which is that the virus has become so politicized that often even the media has a hard time being clear on what is true and what is false, and who it is coming from always plays a big role in deciding that. Now we're going to hear a short soundbite from Jonathan Mansbach, a researcher from Boston Children's Hospital, to hear a little bit more about a COVID vaccine and the implications politics and media might have on the public's view of a vaccine. I found fascinating about what Jonathan Mansbach was saying regarding the COVID vaccine is how the commotion that has been created about it is going to play out once a vaccine is actually ready. He spoke to the idea that there might be pushback from the public if not enough information was shared about the vaccine, and how right now we just don't know what is going to happen. Bringing it back to the media, he even mentioned that right now there might not be enough transparency from both scientists and the government regarding the vaccine. 
leaving the public very confused, which was something that was pretty interesting to hear. He even shared that some news even shared some news about how vaccines might need to be stored in freezers, unlike many vaccines uh, prior, and this might require people to go to hospitals to receive their shots, as your local doctor might not actually have the right equipment, which would only add to the commotion surrounding the pandemic. What it boils down to is that we have a long road ahead of us, and this was an idea that Mansbach frequently alluded to throughout our uh, 15-minute phone call. To conclude, after exploring many outlets of information regarding a COVID vaccine, including the science, government, and media, it's clear that there is both overlap and debate about when we all might be lining up to receive a possibly safe and effective vaccine. To me, this is super interesting because, you know, this is affecting all of our lives, so it's just really interesting to see how the public is getting all of our information and where what consensus we're coming to about vaccine and how um, safe it might be for everyone to get it. So yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>